Hi guys, welcome back to Wildest Cricket Stories. I'm Craig. And I'm Carolina. This is a podcast series, as you know, where we're covering wildlife photography and conservation as a whole. Uh, today is more a podcast episode where Carolina's going to be giving us a little chat. For once. Yeah, for once. Normally you just hear my voice go ramble on <laughs> and on and on and on. Well, I'm not going to lie, Carolina can also, also loves a chat. Yeah, I think uh, what we want to talk about today is uh, kind of something that I get a lot of questions about on social media and uh, it will be talking a little bit about social media and like photography and I think we'll cover basically a bit of like social media strategy and like what we do on our social media and like how we're different and yeah yeah, and like kind of what I've been doing to try to grow my audience on social media because that has been a big part of of my photography uh, and then I think we'll also move a little bit into like okay how can you actually make a living as a photographer and also a little bit about what how the like if we take Instagram or social media as a whole the different types of content creators so to speak yes and exactly. how people the different different content creators strategies on how they grow their uh, their pages yeah because I think maybe that's where we can actually start because yeah. there is different types of people on social media and mm. I think the most important thing for me is like when people are like when people talk to me about like growing social media and like growing your audience and stuff and like I'll get messages and they'll be like, uh, oh, but how did you grow so much? And how come you all, you like, you had just these amount of followers and oh, wow, and now you have this. Like, how did that happen? I want to do the same kind of hard thing. Hard work. And yes, it is a lot of hard work. And I think sometimes I get a little bit frustrated because people ask as if I did like this one little trick and then it just happened. Can I, can I cut you off one? Just one, one of the worst for me Yeah. is when I get a comment on your social media and they go like, I wish I was a pretty girl. And I go, shut the fuck up. You don't understand how much work. You don't sit there and see the time and effort Carolina puts into her social media. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's definitely something I also get sometimes on, like, reels and stuff. People be like, oh, if only I was a girl, like, it would be yeah. easier. And, no. oh, you just need to be a girl and it's easier. And You're um, just a lazy man. <laughs> yeah. And I think, and that's the thing. I think what's important to remember is that it does take a lot of time. It does take a lot of time and, and effort. And patience, patience. And patience. And it doesn't come overnight. Yes, sometimes one reel will go off and overnight you will gain a thousands of followers that does happen but the thing is though that often those followers will follow you because you already have good content out there you've already put time and effort into the rest of your content not just that one reel so they want to follow you they want to engage in your content because there's other things on your platform that they enjoy you share tips and tricks, for example. I do. I try to do that a lot because I feel like that's very valuable. Um, and that's the thing. And, and that time and effort is also very important. Then also to mention a little bit about like the money, and I'll get to that later on as well. If you are looking at making money off this, a lot of people have the money, the mindset of like, oh, if I get a million followers, I'll be able to make money off my photography. No, you won't be able to make money off your photography if you're not if you don't know how to monetize your photography and how to monetize that platform, that's also a different side of it is like you need to know how to actually 
earn money, like have products that you're selling, have courses that you're selling, or you know how to work with companies on your social media. And that's a whole different aspect of it that it's not just about the following count, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. Not like, don't get me wrong, everyone out there that's listening to me, I don't have next to uh, as successful a social media or Instagram account that Carolina has. I mean, I'm purely out there for the fun and the good times uh, and sharing my, uh, my experiences out in the bush. But I do agree, and I see so many people going... They're just trying to push their following because they it's think it, they think it's gonna get their money, especially what I call nowadays the the reelers. Yeah. Um. I don't. That's not a name for them. Don't get me wrong, but it's people that just literally push reels, um, and think like, yes, it does. It is. It's it's very effective from a a following point of view, but mm. it doesn't. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're mm. the you're the professional. Um it doesn't necessarily bring you loyal followers. Yeah, possibly. I think we'll, we'll get to that a little mm. bit. But I think, um, you know, to, to get back to what we started talking about and then we'll move into these other things that we just mentioned. But I think what's important to, uh, like, keep in mind when you talk about social media and when people ask me, like, how do I grow my following and stuff? I think the big question to answer is like, okay, but why do you want to f- grow your following? What is the goal with you, yeah. you growing your following? Is it literally so that you can just have a number to brag about? Then, yeah, push your reels, push whatever, go follow, unfollow things and like just go follow a thousand people and then unfollow them and hope that they follow you back. Like if that is, if you literally just want a number to brag about, then go ahead, do that. But if the goal is to like reach a wider audience because you want to sell prints or you want to like you know, those kind of things, or you want to make a living out of your photography or uh, whatever, whatever it might, might be. Like if you actually want to make this into a job and you see social media as a way of doing that, then you need to think about it in a completely different way than just about the followers. Yes, they do come with it and that they do help. There's no denying that. And obviously we want to be honest about that. But it is, it is not the end all be all. And for me, when I realized I wanted to try to pursue this as a career and I wanted to try to see if this could work, I started looking at my social media as a job even bef- way before I was actually earning money from it. And I started seeing what other people who I looked up to, other social media, uh, other like content creators on social media, what they were doing on their platforms. And I started doing the same. Like, one small example for... Can I ask you, can I cut you off for two yeah, seconds? Yeah, sure. If you had to give two people that were, or name two people that were an inspiration to get you to where you were, or where you are from a social media point of view, who would they be? Uh, I think from like a purely, a pure, like, career point of view. So not just, to- there's several people from like a photography point of view that have like inspired me a lot. Yeah. And, you know, so many people that inspire me, but that have literally given me like real tips and tricks that have really helped me um, through my, like to actually create the career out of this is the number one person is a girl on Instagram called through the lens as in like through the L Y N S, um, 
her name is uh, Chaz or Chazity, uh, and she is like a content creation coach kind of thing. I think she doesn't want to call herself that, but she literally posts tips and tricks about like how to grow your social media into a sustainable, like in a sustainable way where you get loyal followers who are interested in investing in you as a person and who will buy any products that you like are um, promoting or whatever it might be, which is what you actually want at the end of the day. For sure. Um, and, um, and also like, how to actually make money off your social media? How do you set prices when you work with companies? Like, what what do you what should you get paid for? Like licensing your images to big companies that will use it for their promotions and so on, um, like those kind of things. What do you take for? Like, what is the industry standard for like a social media collaboration? Like those kind of things. She has been absolutely incredible with sharing that and also creating this like what do you call it I also feel like she's really given me the push and the like confidence to pursue it and to be able to stand up for myself and be like this is the industry standard I won't be doing this for free because this is what I should be paid for and you know what I mean and so she is incredible she's been a top top number one and then I also want to do I do want to mention um Brooke Little Bear uh who I think her name is Brooke can't remember her last name is, but Brooke Little Bear is, is her name on Instagram. And she's been a big inspiration because she was one of the first photographers that I saw, also female photographers, wildlife photographers, that was doing it as a job. And the way she was doing it was not just the like social media collaborations and stuff. She I think she does a little bit of that, but like her guiding and like she uh, does a lot of like seasonal jobs and she did like sometimes if the photography isn't going too well she will like take on a temporary job for a little bit to get through and then be able to pursue this 100% later and I think for me that felt very comforting to see that she was doing that and that it's possible to do that and it felt less scary to quit our jobs pursuing this because I was like okay people do it people are doing it and you know what at the end of the day if I have to have have to have a temporary job for a little bit yeah then uh like it's fine because she also needs to do that. For sure. You know what I mean? I'm not the, the only one uh, that needs to do that. So I think the number one thing to consider is like, okay, what do you want to do with your social media? What, um, what is the goal? Because then there's people that literally just want to put their work somewhere. They have a side job and, uh, you know, they sorry, they have a full-time job that is their career and that they already enjoy and they don't want to leave that and like pursue full, full-time photography. They just enjoy this hobby on the side and they just want to put their photos out somewhere. Then that is fantastic. And like social media is such a great place to do that and get encouragement and get inspiration and like all of these things. It's amazing. But then why are you focusing on the likes and comments and followers? Like if you just want to put your work out there and like, somewhere to show your friends and family and and then eventually you will gain followers who are not your friends and family and you will create connections and you will become friends with people who are doing the same thing and maybe go out on photography trips with those people like that's amazing but don't get too hung up on the social on the followers thing like is that really what you need to validate that your photography is good do you know what i mean would you say that it's it's more important to to create connections with your current following than to grow following. Absolutely. From and from any side. Like from if you want to make this into a career, 
uh, you want to create a connection with your followers so that they will engage with your content. Because if you are working with companies, for example, and you want to do collaborations, you want to be able to put a product up uh, from a company that you're working with. And obviously, this is why you need to work with companies that you believe in and that you feel are con- you like this is something that you would buy anyway. You know what I mean? Don't you don't want to be a sellout. You don't want to be a sellout. Because you want to put this out there and be like, I really believe in this project. This is amazing. And I think that my followers would also enjoy this. And if you have the right following, which what I mean with that is followers who are connected to you, who are in, invested in you as a person, and also who have the same interest as you, then they will most likely like this product, maybe buy it. And in that way, the company that you've been working with will get their return on investment and maybe want to work with you again and like their money is not just thrown out in the middle of, like thrown what do you call it? thrown in the sea and so like that is that is a very important thing but also if you are just on social media just to like have fun have fun and just want to put your work out where out there then yeah you also want to get connected with your with your audience or with your followers because that you never know what that might lead to and you're also like meeting like-minded people maybe you don't have a lot of photography friends in like real life so then you can get photography friends through social media i have all my photography photography friends i've gotten to know through social media yeah 100 percent um i'm gonna go into a question now that uh, i know <laughs> um boils your blood from time to time okay um giving free advice on social media it, like it depends on what kind of free advice. Um, I do, I do struggle with this because I, I put out so much content that is free advice. I try to share as much as possible on my social media, as free advice. Yeah. Uh, because via stories and posts is, and yes, all sorts. Stories, posts, uh, reels, and I put a lot of time and effort into. That's the content that takes the most time. And that doesn't go viral. But what ends up happening and why I put a lot of effort into it is like often if I share those kind of tips, people might end up like buying my ebook or booking a course with me. And like, so that's why it's worth it to put that time and effort into it. But then when people message me and they like... Ask, I'm going to Kruger. <laughs> yeah, and they ask for the longest like advice, then I struggle because I can... I put so much out onto my content. And if people just do a little bit of research and just go through my reels and stuff, they yeah. will find that. And they will be able to just do that research themselves. And it's not that I don't, like, I don't mind questions. Like, I do get it. But it's certain questions that really frustrate me because they take such long answers and there isn't just one answer. Like, the number one question I hate the most is what camera do you, what, what, budget-friendly camera do you recommend for a beginner? And I'm like, that is literally any cheap camera that you can get your hands on. Like, there isn't one specific camera that is more yeah. budget-friendly and better than the others. Than others, okay. If you, have a, if you are balling on a budget and you just want a camera because you're a beginner, buy the cheapest thing you can find. Like, literally. And that boils my blood so much. Same thing when people ask about lenses. And I'm like... Anything like you need like a two, three hundred millimeter and uh, there you go. Like find whatever you can find in the price range. I also find that the like the whole Kruger thing now, because we have a business yeah. nowadays. Now don't get me wrong, I love it when I get people that says like, 
uh, where people say, oh, I listen to your podcast and the messages on Instagram. Oh, and we're going to now travel to this camp and this camp. I'm like, that's fantastic. That's amazing. Exactly. You've, you've taken what we've put out there yes. on our story. I also even don't mind like when I'm, I'm, I, I'm on a story and I haven't really tagged a place and mm. people ask me, oh, where are you? Yes. That's fine because yes. I haven't tagged. I haven't put, but when I've put relevant information out there, such as the podcast, mm. such as stories, such as reels, uh, and we've put the information out and people come back and they go like, oh, so uh, what camp do you recommend uh, we stay at in Kruger? And I'm like, we literally have our Instagrams, a podcast yeah. and multiple other things where you can go and a website yeah. where you can go and look at these things. Yeah. Why are you bothering me? Not that I see as a bother, but I can see it's someone that just has it just. Wants a quick and efficient answer. And unfortunately, if you want a quick and efficient answer like that, you're going to pay for it. But see, the, the problem is also that, like, when people ask these questions, there isn't just, like, go stay at this camp. Yeah. Like, it is such a more diverse answer because I'm like, well, what are you wanting to get out of your stay? When are you going? What are you, like, and that's the whole thing. Like, and that's why we have the business that we have because we are trying to help people book their dream safaris because I don't want to just send, tell them go to this place because I don't know anything about what they are looking for. So I don't yeah. want to just send them to a generic place. Like even if it's just a message on Instagram, I don't want to just send them a quick answer and say, Skakuza is good. Like I, I don't want to say that because if they are tra- trying to get out of like, they don't want a lot of cars. Yeah. Then rather go up North. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, we want to really see cheetah. Oh yeah. Then go to crocodile bridge. Like, you know, if, if these are the kind of things that... Um, it, uh, the the questions and answers are so much more complex yes. than, than everyone seems to think. And it can take me like a full 10 minutes to write a message answering these questions. 100%. And that's what it's makes it complicated. It's, yeah. And, and so what is time? What is time, Carolina? That's money. Time is money. And that's why I struggle with those like free advice. It depends. It also depends on how the person asking it. I yes, yes, say, 100%. I really must say. It like really depends. And sometimes people, sometimes people ask in a way where it's almost demanding and, and then I get frustrated and then I get annoyed where it's like, they barely say like, hi, how are you? And they barely like, yes, they barely say anything and they just go. They expect that you're a free information center. Yeah. They're like recommendations in Kruger. I'm like, wait, what recommendations? Just Kruger is the recommendation. <laughs> yeah, but I'm literally like, what recommendations? Kruger is the recommendation. There you go. Like, you know what I mean? And there is, there is one guy that I must give a shout out to. He's like probably like one of our biggest fans is Wonder with Reed or Wandering with Reed. Oh, he's, he's, best, a, he's, yeah. a, he's, he's such a classic. He listens yeah. to all of our stuff, loves our Instagrams. And yeah, he's a shout out to him. And yeah, mate, you can ask us any question you want. I'm but there's also that. another guy that also messages me a lot and compliments the podcast a lot. And that I also enjoy because I'm like, okay, you're obviously supporting us a lot. And yeah, listening to the podcast I'll answer and those questions. And like 100%. So that's, also, that's very different. You know what I mean? But when people, it's usually, I usually get mostly annoyed where I've never spoken to this person before and they just message me out of nowhere. Like when mm. it's like one of those request, request. Yeah, yeah, those hidden, the ones that even yeah. go into the hidden requests. They're not like, no, 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 no. But if the, it's people that I've spoken to before and they've like commented or reacted on stories and been like, oh, that's such a beautiful photo or this and that, or like then it's very different uh, because maybe I've spoken to them and we have created a friendship then I'm much more willing to like help with anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and um, there's, and it, so there's a big difference. There. And there's a difference when people want to book a safari with us. Like yeah. recently, you know, people saying, oh, I'm looking for seven day safari 
What yes. can what can I do? Oh, okay, cool. I'm going to interact with you because you're you're wanting to use my business. You want yeah. to utilize our services. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm going to now start a proposal for you and present it to you. Exactly. Um, it's not like oh, we're we're self driving in Kruger and we're going to drive into this gate and that that. Oh, what what do you recommend from a route planning point of view? Oh yeah. I recommend read your map. Yeah. And exactly. Choose one. You know. How do I find big cats? Yeah, but like again, like with people that we've built this connection with over social media, like it's you mentioned, it's a different difference. story. Like, yeah, you know, um, if people that we've we've been chatting to on Instagram for multiple almost years, yeah, and they ask, oh, what what's hot in Kruger? I'm gonna tell them what's hot in Kruger. Exactly. It's the randoms that is like, hey, you don't really respect what I'm doing, and just by yeah. your interaction, you haven't listened to our podcast. You haven't followed me on social media for a long time. Yeah. And you can you can immediately pick up that. Exactly. Yeah. And I think like especially when people that's also why I, I wrote my ebook. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I got these questions of like, oh, what's the best settings? What's the best gear? What how what how do I start as a beginner? And I was like, okay, I need to create something where like I don't have to type this out in messages all the time. <laughs> and that's why I created my ebook. And then what's what's happened is like people who buy my ebook then come up with like they come to me with follow-up questions and then it's also a completely different story yes because someone's already supported you they've already bought my ebook they've already supported me and they've also read all these stuff that i there like list and that i feel is the basics so So they're almost halfway there right yeah and they know the basics um and they know what i'm kind of talking about already um so then i'm like 100 percent. here's the you know this is what i can help you with and, and so on but uh, yeah, it just it's complicated when people, I get frustrated when people just message out of nowhere, uh, without ever because people will message me as well asking for jobs and stuff, and I'm like, do you really think this is how like one I could not support someone else, <laughs> like I literally yeah. can't employ someone else. No. But also like, do you think this is just how you will get a job just messaging someone on Instagram? Like that's not how life works. Do you wanna now that you mentioned the ebook? Do you wanna give people a little teaser of what's coming? Yeah, so good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that plug. Uh, so as Craig was saying, like a lot of people will message and be like, where do I go in Kruger and like, what can I do? So because I'm getting tired of writing these long messages, I am writing another ebook on like self-drive guide to Kruger. Uh, and I'm really excited about it. It's actually, it's becoming I, I, really I, cool. I think it's, uh, I've, I've browsed over your shoulder while you've been working on it a couple of times. You've asked me about a couple of things here, here and there, and it looks freaking cool i think it's gonna be really good like i'm i'm very very excited um it is gonna take a little while i'm gonna have and that's to say, fine because we are going into a very busy season at the moment uh, where i won't have time to work on it but it is something i'm working on i'm very excited about it so that will be coming it's gonna be like a full-on like okay you wanting to go on a self-drive safari to kruger like here have this book and that will help you uh, like figure out what season to go on, which camp do you want to stay at? Because all the camps are amazing, but in their own ways. Um, so like if you are more into birds, then you want to go to a different camp too. And then if you are more into like big cats, like that's going to be different. Uh, so that I go through like literally all the main camps and the main areas. I go through like the north, south, central, the differences between them and what I recommend for what. Um and uh, the seasons, all of that kind of stuff. And then kind of do's and don'ts 
and uh, a few photography tips. As so well. now for all those random messages you get on Instagram, you can just go, Here. here's the link, yeah. <laughs> go buy my self-drive Google yes. book. And that's what I do when people ask me about tips as well. I'm like, here's my ebook. And that's <laughs> such a clever way of doing business. I think it's, it's such a, it's so smart. I think the thing is just like, I don't want people to think as well that I'm just like, I'm just out here for the money. But at the end no, of the day, man. this is my job. And I've spent a lot of time and effort into learning these things. And I... I can't spend hours and hours in my day to just answer messages for free uh, because because it just it just doesn't work that way. Carrie, can I just stop you there for a second? You have 140,000 followers on Instagram. So congratulations <laughs> on crossing the 140,000 mark. Well done. But what I do need to say is how many people will message you a day? Can you imagine if you got 20 messages a day about a Kruger trip exactly like, oh, what... Like, it's, it's not like one person a week that's contacting you about this. It's quite extensive where people are contacting you. And I mean, unfortunately, if 20 people ask you about, oh, what, what, what do you think about the S65 yeah. in Kruger? And if, if 20 people comment on that, like, I mean, it, it's super time consuming. Yeah. And it is, from your point of view, a lot more easy, quick, easier, quick and efficient to send them this link. Yeah. You know, because those questions, even though they're not malicious questions, they're time consuming for you. That's the thing. And That's the thing. It's you time could, consuming. It, it, it could be spending, uh, you could be spending a lot more time on other things. Yeah. But um, actually, go- going back to, uh, I've been rambling on about this, I feel. But, no, it's um, fine. As you what mentioned, 140,000 followers. Let's get back to the social media strategy, because that's what we Correct. started talking let's about. Start, that's, that's the topic we of the... We derail a little bit. Because uh, that is obviously a question I get a lot about as well. Like, how do you grow your social media and so on? And I mentioned that in the beginning. And sometimes people are a bit malicious about that as well, which they you can see the jealousy is just shining through. Um, and I think... So let's go to like, okay, you do want to make this into your business. Like you do want to try to make a living out of photography and like, and you want to grow your social media for that reason. So these are the tips from my side that I feel has worked for me. Uh, And I'm, I'm definitely not the best in this. I would say there's people who are hundred percent way better at this than I am. It's not better or worse. It's different. But people do different things, right? No, hundred percent. And I'm just gonna, that's why I'm just going to share from my perspective, what has worked for me. Um, and I think the number one thing is like, stop counting the numbers because they come and go and it can be super, super discouraging if you, mm. if you constantly just looking at the numbers and like, oh, this leopard photo got this much, but this other lion photo didn't get as much. That's, that can all be about timing and like, it could be so random that like one big account saw that photo and really liked it and shared it on their story and that's why that got more traction like that literally can be such small of a reason sometimes it's not just about the hashtags sometimes it's not about what time of the day you you post it it can be the most random things that make that photo get more likes than another photo it doesn't mean that other photo was bad then obviously it is good to be like critical of your own photography and like start looking at at it from like an objective point of view and be like okay this photo maybe isn't as good what can I change what can I do better but that's from a like growing as a photographer point of view and that's completely different um so stop looking at the numbers and start being consistent find it like a schedule that works for you and like all the social media gurus are going to be like post three reels a day and 20 stories and two posts and nobody can fucking do that Shut sorry fuck. like, like yeah. literally no one has the time to do that uh, 
especially if you have a full-time job but also if this is your full-time job you literally have other stuff to do like i'm posting less on social like i have i find struggle to find time to post being on social media more now that this is my full-time job uh, than before but anyway um find a schedule that works for you what i have started doing is taking weekends off and every now and then taking like a whole week off um, that often co- coincides when like I'm back in Sweden and I really want to just spend time there and I'm not in the bush anyway getting content so then like kind of works out well and also sometimes when we were away with clients and I'm like just busy on trips and I'll be like you know what let me not do social media now and just focus on being with the clients um, because it's just busy and uh, so recommend taking weekends off and taking regular breaks and stuff but what works for me is I post three reels a week. Uh, so that usually be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then two posts a week. So Tuesday, uh, Thursday. Um, and that I usually post them during the same time of the day. Uh, and that's worked really well for me. Now I've like had this schedule and started getting into this schedule like maybe six months ago. And I really feel like it's helped a lot. Um, and it's really paying off uh, and for me especially because it keeps me motivated because like on weekends I just take that break and I just step out of social media and I don't feel like pressured to be constantly posting and coming up with new ideas and new photos and new stuff posting every day uh, which I used to do before so that really really works well for me so I 100% recommend doing that and I think the second thing is also like then when it comes to stories I will post stories I try to post it kind of every day, but I've also started moving away from that because what I've noticed is if I post like a story and then let that story disappear after 24 hours and I wait a little bit, the next time I post a story, that gets so much more views and interactions than if I just constantly have a story up there, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, so that just has worked for me. So that can be something to keep in mind. Um, your stories also need to be engaging. Like, behind the scenes stuff is great and for me my stories is where I'm like personal and where like I do the whole good morning everyone and how's it people the coffee cheers and the coffee cheers and that's become like my thing and people have now become like they love it and they say like when I haven't done that for a while they're like we missed the coffee like where's the coffee (laughs) so that's become like my thing which is really awesome and and people enjoy that and I'll like talk about certain things sometimes tips and tricks sometimes like things that happen in the bush and sometimes like things that are frustrating me at the moment or whatever it might be um and uh, I'll talk about that and that's very much where I share more of like my life and everyday stuff and uh, behind the scenes and whatever and so that's definitely where I do that but also like keep your storage engaging by using like stickers and stuff so like those sliding stickers do like Q&A's people love a QA. and a um and I enjoy Q&A as well, so I do that uh, every now and then. And, like, that's what you you want to do. And you also want to kind of keep your story to, like, okay, today I'm going to be posting about this. I felt like that works for me. Like, today I'm posting, like, okay, I'm, today I'm posting about this Kruger trip. And, like, I really saw these things. And then the next day I'm, like, let's have a Q&A about, like, what it was like for me to move to South Africa or something. Uh, so you, like, have kind of, like, almost like a topic that you're talking about um and I find that then people watch the whole story and they're more engaged and they're more like you know enjoy that and uh, when your story is just random I find that people aren't as engaged that's um, me 
that's very, you're very all random. over the place. You're very random, but that's again, that's your style. That's my that's, thing. That's what it's you want to do, people, and that's perfectly fine. There's people that love it. Yeah, and, you know. I th- the, what I'm talking about is again, like it's from a business perspective of like, okay, yeah. when you do share a link from like a company or something, you want people to be clicking on that link and being engaged with what you're talking about. Like, you want people to do that. So that's that's why you want people to be engaged on your stories. Um, so that's kind of how I do. Uh, obviously some people will go live and stuff. I'm quite bad at that. I try to go live when I have signal and I'm in a sighting in, well, in the bush. And people in your defense, that. like when, are we, when do we ever have signal when we're in a sighting? But that's what I mean. So like if I've noticed that I have signal and I have bought enough data, um, then I'm like, cool, let me go live. And people have enjoyed that. But the social media gurus will say you need to go live like once a week or something, which I don't know. But like also talking about the live, like you're also with MTN and MTN doesn't have the best signal in the yeah. like national parks and stuff yeah. like that. But uh, anyway, so that's kind of how I look at my social media. And then obviously like staying up uh, on top of like answering messages. Like, and this is the thing. I also, I answer almost every single message. Uh, sometimes with the hidden messages and the requests, I will delete them if I just really don't feel like I have the time. And it's not it, like, it's a question that I'm like, this does, it doesn't feel like they really they've sent this to like 10 people or something but um whatever it might be but in general like i will i will be answering everybody's messages um so and i feel like that's important and i've I've gotten a lot of people telling me that they appreciate that so much and uh and that that like that makes me different from other photographers that they follow and stuff that I do engage with my with my followers and I do answer all the messages and I answer questions if I if I can if I have the time and I feel like yeah, they are asking in a nice way um but same thing with comments I answer mm. every single comment um unless it's just like a emoji where people just go like fire emoji then I might not answer but uh, I'll answer every single comment on my reels on my photos and and keep on top of that and then also go and engage with other people so like I'll go and engage especially with the people that I follow and this is where like when I was really really investing a lot of time in growing my social media I used to do like go through everybody who had commented on my latest post I would go into their profile and comment on their latest post if that makes sense yeah yeah. and I used to do this right before or right after I had posted like a new reel a new post so that is a tip to be interactive on social media with people just around the same time that you're posting this does take a lot of time like as you guys are hearing like this is a lot of time and effort put into this and this is the behind the scenes that people don't see um but so i have gotten worse at this and i'm not as good at this anymore but i try to do this every now and then but i try to at least like go into my follower like who i follow and comment on people's posts there and there's certain people that like literally has been there from the start and like that I have commented on their stuff from the start and they have commented on my stuff from the start and like those people I really make an effort to like try to go and engage with their their stuff because they have always engaged with my stuff if that makes sense and and that's just helping other photographers and stuff but then if you want to take it even a step further and what you can do is go and interact with like similar accounts to yours. So like you'll go and find an account that also posts photography stuff, go into their posts, see who have commented on their posts and go and comment on their stuff. If you like what they do, follow them. Um, and this is also the stuff that... It's like, it's like a social media networking. That's the thing. It is literally way. networking and like it takes a lot of effort in like connecting with people. 
And I've also made it into like a big point of like only following people that I find value in following. Uh, you don't want to just follow random people just so that they can follow you back. Like this is when you gain an audience that doesn't care about who you actually yeah. are. You want to create this connection and you want to follow people that you enjoy and that you feel inspired by following or you feel like you're getting tips by following them or whatever it might be. Because this is how you also then create friends. Like I've started following people that I'm like, oh, look at them posting about like South African travel stuff. Like this is cool. Let me follow them. Like I like their content. And then I've started commenting and being like, this looks so cool. And then they follow me back because they like what I do. And then all of a sudden we start talking on, on like messages and we've literally become friends. And like there's different people uh, who have then helped me with like, okay, but this is how you must work with companies in South Africa, for yeah. example. Because there's not a lot of information about that. And like, let's do a trip together. Let's do go shooting together. Like, let's do shit together. Because you create this connection, you create these friends and you never ever know where this might take you. Um, so I think that's that's really uh, a big tip to, uh, to follow. I think something else, if you want to work with like companies and you want to know how to like get sponsorships and stuff, it can be worth hashtagging things like, I am a wildlife content creator or like, like, or hashtag wildlife content creator or like content creator, South Africa, photographer, South Africa, or whatever country you're in or whatever niche you are doing, or like you really want to work with like a backpacking, com a backpack company or whatever it might be, like take your backpack that you have now, go take some photos of that, put that up on your social media and like hashtag like adventure backpacks or something. And companies might reach out to you and find you through those social media like those hashtags and stuff and they might reach out to you i have a question mm -hmm. what is more effective the tagging or the hashtagging uh tagging as in tagging a company yeah so like tagging tagging on the post itself and then you've got the hashtags that you put in the caption itself so i know that you still do this uh so this do, is, is not a thing well so this is something that i used to do very early on. And this is also before Reels was a thing. I think I stopped doing this around the Reels thing. Um, because, and, the, and I don't know if this maybe can still work, especially if you are a smaller account. But I What's felt, a smaller account? A couple of thousand followers or something. Okay. Uh, so something that I felt like helped me a lot in the beginning. Uh, but this is again, when before Reels was a thing was to like whenever I posted a photo, let's say I posted a photo of a bird, I would tag like all these feature accounts that like share bird photos. So like bird photography of South Africa, birds of Africa, um, birds of Instagram, or, like best birds in the world. Like those, yeah, yeah. there's all these like feature accounts. I would tag all those. Um, and like then they would find my account and they would maybe feature my photos on their feature accounts that sometimes had millions of followers. And then that way I would gain followers. And um, that did work for me quite well before Reels. But I don't really know if that works anymore because posts are not as big of a thing. Anymore. And yeah, and, and, and so on. So I don't know if that answers your questions. I don't tag anymore. those things anymore. No. Okay, interesting. And people also say you barely should use hashtags. Yeah, I, I, I remember reading a while ago that the, the more hashtags you have, the more spammy it kind of looks. Exactly. Same with story. Yeah. If, you have, if you don't post a story for a week and then you suddenly go bang, 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 bang yeah. with 
10 stories, yeah. it doesn't, the algorithm doesn't push your account because it comes across as very spammy. Exactly. Same with multiple hashtags. What are they saying between like three and five hashtags? What would you yeah, say? Yeah, three and five they're saying at the moment. And mm. sometimes even none. Like I, none, eh? I do a little bit, like sometimes uh, I'm, I'm so happy that that's a thing now because it, it coming up with hashtags was a pain. But uh, I sometimes just post, I usually put around three and you will try to, you want to try to make it like about like what your account is about and also what the post is about. So if I post a photo of a lion, I'll be like wild lion and big cats and then like Kruger National Park or something. Cool. Okay. Um, so like depending on, on what, what See, it is. See, even I'm learning. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, with reels and especially because you've got the sound, so that's a different story that I'll get into now. But like with reels, I sometimes don't put a single hashtag at all. Like I just okay. try to do that every now and then to see kind of how that works. So like sometimes don't put any, sometimes put three, sometimes put five. Kind of depends. Um, but you never tag. I only tag if it's like relevant. So like when I've been working with Sony, for example, like the photos I have taken with Sony now, like with the Sony cameras that I'm posting then I'll be like, okay, let me tag Sony. Like, cause that makes sense to tag them. Or like, obviously if I'm, ta- if I'm posting a product or whatever, then I'll tag that product that is in, in that photo. Um, but I don't really tag feature accounts anymore um, because I don't really feel like it's worth it. And also those feature accounts have started, when Reels came along, they started taking Reels instead of photos uh, and feature the Reels and that didn't work the same way as when you featured a photo. Like when they featured a photo, people used to like know that this is a feature account and that would be a way for them to find new photographers to follow. And and so that's what I used to do as well. I used to be like, oh, cool, this photographer, let me go and follow them. They have cool stuff. But with Reels, because people just scroll, they never really see who is the original person. So that, that like interaction never really gets back to you. So I actually never let feature accounts share my reels. Uh, It's kind of, it's kind of one of those cases where, um, they're, they're just kind of almost in a sense, stealing the, uh, the, and they get more traction than actual person. Technically it is stealing. Uh, technically when someone like takes a screenshot of your photo and then share it on their account, it is stealing, even if they give you credit, if they haven't asked for your permission. So you would, advise people that this happens to to, yeah. to approach those accounts exactly. and say hey listen you didn't this is yeah. not okay yeah uh, because it isn't okay and it is something that is happening a lot in the industry and it can be anything from like big it can literally be anything from like big big accounts like bbc earth and uh, where what bbc earth does is they comment on your posts and they'll be like hey we want to feature this just answer with hashtag yes bbc earth and see all and like go to this link to see the like um uh, what do you call it like the copyright um act copyright like agreement and if you agree to this you just answer hashtag yes bbc um and the thing is what they're doing there is like they have this on that link is like them basically saying now they have all the rights to your content, which they should be paying for, especially because they are such a big company and they do have the money for it. But they are then using that to post on their social media and stuff. And obviously when you're small, for like you're starting out and it happened to me too, like you're starting out and you're like, oh my God, they want to feature my photo. This is insane. Like this is huge. You just say yes, because you feel like it's in ama- it's amazing. And it's just going to bring you so much traction and great and stuff. And it might, 
but it is important to keep in mind that like they do get all the rights to your content and so that's really really important to to know and uh, we see the same thing happen a lot with some safari companies that uh, steal they often steal my reels and people will send it to me and be like hey they're using your reel here and without crediting me and they were like it will be like a reel <laughs> from South Africa with like South African safari. And then they will post it like a Tanzanian company will post this and be like, come to Tanzania with us. And it's a completely different vehicle with and like a completely different ecosystem. And I'm like, this is not Tanzania. Like, come on guys. Um, but then also the thing is they are then using my content to sell their product, to make money. Uh, they should be paying me for that. Like that's literally how the photography industry works. If you create content and a company wants to use that to make money, they must pay you. And I think a lot of photographers forget this, especially hobbyists, because um, it just feels like such an honor that, oh, BBC Earth wants to use my content. That's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing and well done. Uh, it's obviously a compliment, but they should pay you for that. Um. And then if you choose to still share it, that's up to you. But it is important to keep this in mind because whenever hobbyist photographers do things for free, it devalues the whole photography industry. And like the amount of times that companies will reach out to me and they think I'll do shit for free because they're like, but are you just taking photos? And like, you'll get this trip for free or you'll get this for free. Yeah. And I'm like, but that doesn't pay my bills. Like this is literally my business. And I've put so much time and effort into my gear and my knowledge that I cannot afford to do things for free. When you're starting out, it can be good to do that because you want to build a portfolio and you want to build experience. But after a while, you should not be doing anything for free. Yeah, I think also, yeah, like you're going back to the companies that sell their safaris with your content. Like, for example, like you say, the hobbyists. Mm. I guess uh, there's a page called Big Cat Photography. Mm. On, and they're like, they've got like hundreds of thousands of followers. Mm. But they're not a comp- they're not a safari company. And that's that, that, that's, that person there is just, he loves big cat photos. Yeah. And he's sharing it. He's getting nothing from it. Or him, her, don't even know who it is. Mm. Getting nothing from it and just sharing. And that's great. I'm happy for. to support that. But those are the feature accounts. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry if I should have explained what a feature account um, is. And then, but it's the the, prop, the companies that are uh, making money from this. Yeah. Which is the big issue. So they'll make money. They'll take your reel that you only got 10,000 views on, put mm. it on their big account, get 100,000 views, and then get contracts to do other work. Yeah. And they'll get paid for that, which is a massive, massive problem. And that's what people should watch out for mm. and approach these accounts. And these accounts, people, if you're listening, be careful because we're watching. Yeah. And that's why, like, whenever something like this happens, I do make a point. Like, even if they don't get a lot of views or something, I will reach out to them and say, hey, please take, take this down. down. Yeah. You didn't get my permission and you are using this to sell a product. So if you want to use it, you must pay me. Um, and it is, it is difficult, uh, but this is where, like, through the lens that I spoke about earlier has been a massive part of me realizing this and massive part of, like, me feeling like I have a leg to stand on when, when I do stand up to companies that do want me to do stuff for free. Like, I have something to say about it because I, I like, I know how the industry works now because she teaches these things. Um, so, yeah, I think... Uh, That's a bit of a, kind of a bit of a breakdown on... How on social media management. Yeah, I wonder, have I covered everything? Uh, Well, if people still have questions, we could always do a part two. Yeah. Because this has been a very easy episode for me. I've just kind of sat here. 
I feel um, like I feel like I have so much to say, and I'm sorry if you guys if I'm just rambling on, but I hope this is also helpful for people who are trying to, like, grow their social media. Um, I think one thing I want to mention is like, reels, is hundred percent like the way to grow. Uh, at the moment, posts are getting more traction. Yeah, and I've seen there is talks about like Instagram has said like we're gonna bring posts more, you know, give more, more give yeah. more space for posts and stuff. So I think it's still it's very very worth posting posts, the healthy um, medium, and healthy medium, and but reels are definitely the thing that maybe like go viral and gain a lot of followers. But as I said earlier, what you want to keep in mind is like if you do get a reel that goes viral and you gain a lot of followers, like you must have a profile that is attractive for them to follow. Like they might like your reel, but then they go into your profile and they like, nah, this doesn't, it's not the same standard, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's why you must post stuff that is relevant to your account as well. Like I post photography things, safari things. I'm not going to post a video of Craig's parents' dogs, even though they're crazy cute and they would probably get a lot of likes. I wouldn't post that because then people would follow me for like dog content yeah, and that's not what I do, if that makes sense. Yeah. If you are a fashion influencer, don't post about like safari and wildlife unless you're doing it in a fashion way, mm. obviously. Yeah. There's so there's so many upset, uh, um, uh, exceptions to rules and stuff 100%, like that. Hundred percent. Yeah. It, it all comes with just understanding the platform. Yeah, exactly. But reels are worth uh, investing in and putting out there if you do want to grow, if that is the goal. Uh, but then make sure that your content is up to the same standard and uh, that there is something that is worth people following you for and i think i see also what happens with a lot of people is like they will get like a reel that gets like 12 million views and then like all of a sudden they will have a hundred thousand followers like overnight but then when they post stuff they get a couple of hundred likes like, which yeah. sometimes does happen i must be honest uh, and i want to say this as well so that people don't get discouraged like i've got one hundred forty thousand followers and i sometimes get a couple of hundred likes on my posts um, because sometimes the algorithm just doesn't work for you or that photo wasn't good enough or whatever it might be. Um, but just so that nobody gets discouraged of like getting a few likes sometimes. Uh, but what I was going to say is uh, it shouldn't be something that is like consistent because then your engagement isn't good enough. Like you should have good enough engagement, if that makes sense. But the bigger your account is, the more difficult it's going to be for you to have good engagement. Does Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much okay. for that, Carolina. Yeah, maybe I must also make an ebook out of like. Yeah, social media, <laughs> social tips, media tips and tricks. Photography. Before tips. we sign off, guys, we are going to chat about a little trip we're going on. Yes, I'm so excited. It's going to be so wait. much fun. Um, we have got a photographic workshop this coming week um, with. Uh, five clients coming over from all over the world and uh, we are the focus for four nights in the northern Klaseri at Klaseri Camps in Zumba and we are going to be out there for four nights, five days uh, for, photography. for photography, specifically photography. I'm so excited. So stay tuned for our social media and stay tuned for what's so happening on our... I think when this podcast is released, we have just finished Ooh, okay. the workshop. So we might have been posting about this already. I might post about it later, but still, you'll be able to see yeah. it on our social media. Um, we have when this gets released, we have just finished up. Uh, yeah, but I'm so excited, and uh, we are filling up the spots for next year already. So if anyone is interested, make sure that you do book if you want to 
join this workshop for next year. We only have two spots left. Yeah, that's someone did inquire about the other day. So they are oh, uh, filling up. Thick and fast. Yeah, so uh, just just letting you guys know. Um, but super, super excited. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun because this is also the reserve that we used to work in for two years before we started our own business. Yeah. So I'm really excited to get back and to see all our old colleagues and stuff. It's going to be, it's going to be very cool. Yeah. We'll tell you all about it in the next episode. 100%. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Carolina, thank you for your insight on social media and being the social media expert that you are. I try. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, guys. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers, everyone.